Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome. You are now tuning into the Data Silk Podcast, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, and we die daily and live for God, based off of Colossians 3 and 3. Hey, our motto at Data Self is living at Christ is glorified, dying and make Jesus known. Episode right here is number 13. Uh, praise God for everybody that took the time out or their busy schedule to um to give they give a listen of this uh, week's episode and whatnot. Um, if need be, if you can give us a review, a comment, a rating on the uh, podcast, it can. Uh, reached a, uh, a broader episode when you do so, so more people could be able to uh, listen to each episode when it, whenever it's being published or posted on each uh, podcast platform. Uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, Apple Podcasts, and other different platforms where uh, po- uh, podcasts is being um, streamed. Even follow us on uh, um, social media platforms, Data Self X. Um, and even on YouTube, subscribe to our channel at, I mean, at uh, Data Self Movement on YouTube. Okay, um, on this uh, segment, we're going to uh, touch on the, um, the bread of the week. Um, basically, a scripture based out the, out the Holy Bible, um, which is the Bible declares the, um, the word of God as the bread of life. So, scripture we come from this week is coming from uh, Philippians chapter 4 verses 13 from the King James Version and it reads I can do all things through Christ which is strengthens me um, again Philippians 4 13 I can do all things through Christ which is which strengthens me um, but as, as a, a believer um, we don't do things on our own um, a lot of times we try I mean we do have our, have our own strength and everything like that but at sometimes things seem to get hard for us like things seem to be tough and a lot of times we can't do it with our own strength and our own uh willpower or whatever the case may be um now i'm not talking about strength as far as always physical um it could be spiritual physical emotional um mental mental strength you know what i'm saying and when we're dealing with those situations where we feel weak, we can lean on the scripture saying, I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Um, um, even the Bible declares that not by, not by, we don't work through our own might, you know what I'm saying, but through the might of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm just paraphrasing. Um, and when you're dealing with those situations where you feel um, you're back against the wall or you feel like you're down and out, um, you can lean on the Lord as your strong tower because the, the Bible even declares that, that the Lord is, is our strong tower and he sits up high and looks low and God knows all things and he's able to get us through anything that seems to be um, a situation where um, that we're, we don't seem like we're going to make it out of. Uh, if we lean on the Lord with the strength of, of our God, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and just lean toward his toward the understanding of him that we able to um, call on him. Um, even the Bible declares on um, when the enemy comes in like a flood, God should hold up a standard, which is in Jesus Christ. He is that standard and he does give us strength to overcome um, anything we're dealing with, even with sin, temptation, anything that causes us to be in a place where we feel weak. We, we got Jesus Christ to strengthens us in those in those hard times, in those tough times, in those trying times. Um, 
even with the power of the Holy Holy Ghost that's within us, it helps us um, get through those tough times. It helps us get through those rough times. So when you're dealing with a situation that's going on, it could be naturally or spiritually. Just remember the scripture. You just say, I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. When you're dealing with a trial, a tribulation, that's uh, a situation that you keep falling down in your spiritual walk. Because even at the end of the day, we will fall. But at the same time, you can overcome it with the help of the Lord, with the strength of our God, with the strength of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And just say, I can do all things through Christ, which is strengthens me. Again, just be encouraged that you're able to do all things and there's nothing too hard for the Lord. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, that's, which is strength, which strengthens me. Amen, amen. Okay, on this week's episode, um, we have a young man um, based out of Cali, the west side. Um, I, met, I met this young man um, uh, via Twitter. Um, he's, um, he seemed like a very passionate man that loves the Lord. Um, I'm, I actually, like I said, I met him through my, uh, my, my homeboy CJ, uh, which is my, one of my, which is a partner of mine, a comrade of mine, a data self. Like I said, as a partner also with the IDD clothing, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm that brand ambassador and, um, I, I tuned into a space that he hosted all called, the. Uh, called the Sabbath Table Talk, um, and um, I just like his passion, I like his his heart for God, I like his um, um, mindset to want to push the gospel of Jesus Christ, it, it, seems, it seems very organic, it don't seem fake, it seems uh, very genuine, and, and he also loves sports, which we're going to get into um, about that with NFL. And NBA, and you know what I'm saying? Ever since then, we had that first uh, Sabbath table talk. We've been locked in ever since. Like, we, we congregate on, over uh, Twitter, you know what I'm saying? We just, we, we fellowship in those spaces. And um, uh, this week's episode, we're going to have a man by the name of Jordan. Um, his name is Jordan, and we're going to get to know him a little better. And we we gonna, we also going to let him share his story, where he come from, how he come about, his thought process about um, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so everybody get to know, know him a little bit better. Okay, we're about to take our next break. And after this break, you'll hear the next voice, which is Jordan from the West Side. So stay tuned. This is your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. That's the Data Self Podcast. And we'll talk to y'all soon after the next break. Stay locked. All right, peace. Hey, you guys, we back. Uh, this your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, on the Data Cell Podcast, um, episode 13. Um, our special guest on the day is... Um, I met this like I met this man. Um, let's say I met this man on Twitter in a space um, through my homeboy um, CJ, and um, the moment I um, entered to this space, um, I just one thing I can say about him, man, is um, I, I I admire his heart for the Lord. Um, I admire his uh, passion to want to share the gospel. 
and I and I hear when when he when he speak I I listen and and I can say and I don't say that lightly because a lot of times people don't grab my attention, but I've I've noticed that he loves the Lord, and uh, he has a heart for ministry. Um, he's from the West Coast, you know what I'm saying, of California. Um, he also is a a sports head, which which we're gonna touch on later on in this episode as well. And uh, I would like to introduce my 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 guest for today, based out of Stockton, California. His name is Jordan, man. Man, what's going on, Jordan? Man, how's it going, brother? What's going on, brother? <clears throat> like, thank you for having me on the um, this episode, this podcast, man. It's a pleasure, a pleasurable opportunity to be able to, for one, share the love that I have for God and in which direction he has moved me and the plans that he has for me and just be able to just speak about not myself but just speaking about how god has intervened in more ways than one in my life and i'm so glad that uh, i have this opportunity to speak about it um i'm overly excited um it's my first time doing something like this so bear with me i may be a little nervous but um First and foremost, I just want to thank God for all that he has done and continue to do for me in my life. I'm so thankful for everything, the good and the bad, the mistakes the mistakes that I made, the mistakes that I've learned from. And, um, you know. Amen. Yeah, I'm just so thankful, man. Thank you again for allowing me and inviting me to be a part of this and just to be able to share the love of God, that share the love that I have for God. Amen. How he works in my life, and not just my life, others as well. Because it's not just about me; it's about others. He cares about everyone. Amen. You know, Amen. So thank you for the opportunity, brother. Yes, sir, man. No, no problem, man. And again, man, like I said, we, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the podcast or data self. Um, because we know I know you're a busy man, and you could be doing anything else on a Friday evening. Um, but you chose to take your time out to be on this podcast, so I, I bless God for that, you know what I'm saying, and like I said, I've always uh, admired, you know, just by you just being appreciative just to be on a on a podcast, it shows you have a, a spirit of humility, and that goes a long way as a, a servant to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so, um, but, but you know, let's start here, let's, um, if you don't mind sharing your testimony on how you came how you end up giving your life to the Lord and just share a little bit of your story uh, to the people that's, that's going to be listening. Um, so, uh, my name is Jordan. Um, I'm from Oakland, California. Um, I've lived in Stockton for some time now. Okay. And, um, I've always grew up in Christianity, I grew up a Seventh-day Adventist, well, you know, as part of my grandmother uh, being a Seventh-day Adventist and my grandmother teaching my mom the Seventh-day Adventist religion and my mother, you know, implementing that religion into her sons and her daughter. Um, I have a brother and a sister. Um, I'm the oldest out of the three. And... How I've come to know God. I've always known God. I've always went to um, Christian academies growing up. Went to a couple of public schools and just didn't work out. And mm. Graduated from a Christian um, high school. Um, didn't get a chance to go to a Christian college. Went to a public college. 
from there, um, I wouldn't say been in and out of trouble with the law because it hasn't been the case. I would say just being around the wrong people and certain things in certain situations kind of revealed to me. I wouldn't say kind of, but have revealed to me that God is real and that God is working. Mm. And it takes the decision that we as humans have the choice to make it as as accepting Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And I had to go through some things. I had to be, become accountable to some things in my life to accept and know that God is real. Amen. That God is my, my, my Lord and Savior and that he wants the best for me. He, he has a plan for not just me, but for everyone. And just to give a short testimony, um, you may not know me, you may not know of me, um, but my walk with Christ gets greater um, each and every day, each and every second. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm not the best Christian out there. Um, I'm not to speak about, I don't speak about or discriminate against any other religions. Um, just my personal relationship and walk with, with Christ is uh, truly amazing, and I hope it inspires those who get the opportunity to listen to what I have to say. So, I uh, used to smoke weed uh, a lot, used to drink a lot, I used to party a lot, go clubbing a lot, you know. To each, to each his own, you know, they may have different opinions, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it doesn't say that I, you know, dislike a person for what they believe or what they think is okay and what's not. It, you know, everyone has their opinions, and I still have to be a reflection of Christ, and I don't have to accept their opinion, but I do have to be respectful. Amen. Too. Amen. Um, with that being said, um, with me smoking weed and drinking throughout my years of growing up, I'm 30 now. Um, I had to really realize with being in and out of jobs, the way that my attitude was, the way that I would carry myself around people. It just wasn't what God had planned for me. And I didn't see that until I accepted and knew that I had a problem. I was the problem, mm. not God. I was the problem. I had to accept. That's the first step, is accepting, putting your pride aside and saying, I have this problem, I have these bad habits, and I have to get rid of these bad habits, but I cannot do it alone. You have to accept and allow God to help you with the changes, with the necessary changes that you need in your life. So a lot of things happen to me. Um, you know, I, I drive my car and I got pulled over one day. I don't remember the year. Um, I just know that I, I had weed in the car. Um, I didn't have alcohol, but I had weed in the car. I got pulled over and they only wrote me a ticket for speeding and they dismissed the weed charge this was even this was before california had legalized weed to be legal with a certain amount of grams or whatever however the case of the law is yeah uh, so that was a blessing and a lot of the blessings that did happen to me i was so blind to the fact that i would kind of take it for granted and be like oh okay i got blessed this time i'm gonna still continue to do it so i was still continuing to do these things and i wasn't really learning from my mistakes so uh another time goes by 
where I um, was coming back from the club with a, a friend of mine who I'm still friends with to this day. We're coming back from the club and I was drinking. Um, again, when you drink, you, you don't have the necessary mental yeah. thought process yeah. to make the right decisions. Your mind is is so filled with junk and you don't have clarity. Yeah, Vision that's true. Impaired. Your mind is impaired. You think you know what you're doing is right, but in reality and in all truths, it's, it's not right. Right. So judgment, judgment be off. So off. So... I, um, I, uh, we come back, we're coming, coming home, you know, leaving the club scene. Um, and I get pulled over and the thing was, I was never speeding. I was never speeding. Driving normal, wasn't driving all crazy, driving normal. Cop pulls me over, says, have you been drinking tonight? And I, I obliged and complied with the order and I didn't lie. I said, yeah, we, you know, I had a couple drinks, you know. And he asked me to step out of the vehicle. My friend was drinking as well. And uh, uh, what's funny as well is that I actually passed the test that they had me mm. do, which was the uh, the uh, the uh, breathalyzer. When you walk, in, oh, when you okay. walk in a straight line, yeah, when yeah. you do all that or the the, the slurry things, mm -hmm. they had me do that, and I actually passed everything. Uh, it was when it came down to, it was when it came down to me having to do the, um, uh, what is it called? The, uh, the breathalyzer? Exactly. It came down to that, and I was over the legal California limit, or yeah. any limit for drinking. I was I believe I was a .9 or 1.0, one of those. And, um took that and went down to the station, got booked. My friend was drinking as well. Here comes the first blessing. Hear me out. Here comes the first blessing. My friend was drinking. They never asked him, was he drinking? They let him drive my car away. So the first blessing was that at that time, you know, financial struggles and everything, I only had one car. Um, if my car gets towed, then I'm, in, I'm really screwed. Yeah. So after that happened, um, went down i was booked into the county jail for 14 hours it was only supposed to be 10 when i had asked the co it was i was only supposed to be booked in for 10 and i was in there for 14 so really just that experience alone was really eye-opening for me and it had me thinking on really the decisions that i was making because i was still drinking and smoking around that time and uh the people that I was hanging around with. Now, the, the friend that I, I, that I was, that I did go clubbing out with and stuff, and we are drinking, I still hang out with him to this day. We're not criminals. We're not thugs. We're not bad people. We just made a bad decision. Right. Um, and I can admit that. That's the first, that's another step, is just admitting that you have a problem or you had a problem and taking accountability for those, for your actions, and then just moving forward and not making the same mistake twice. Yeah. So, um, I did that and I took a DUI class. Um, I had to take a DUI class. I had to, when I went to court, the 
my name wasn't on the court for that day so i had to go down to the district attorney's office give them my case number they said your court isn't being viewed yet but keep calling this number as of right now you're not being criminally charged but your case is still pending review so six months passed by i, I finished the class my license was never suspended second blessing my license was never suspended another blessing February, I remember very vividly, it was a Super Bowl weekend. That Friday before the Super Bowl, um, I called the district attorney's office, gave me my case number, and they had assured me that the case was finally reviewed, and they decided to drop all the charges. So, very blessing. I don't have any DUI charges on my record. Mm. I have have a clean driving record to this day, and there is no... Um, reports of me actually being booked into the county jail. Oh, now, wow. If you are for a crime and you are charged with that crime, you are going to be in their system forever. Yeah. No questions. Now, being pulled over, you know, since then for speeding, whatever, and stuff like that. Um, and when they, when they pull your record, they'll be able to see all this stuff and everything. But as of today's date, you know, March 11, 2022, my driving record is clean. Slate I don't clean. drink, I don't smoke. Um, the people that I hang around with are very cool, you know, outgoing, nice people. Um, I know a lot of people that still drink and smoke, but again, I cannot force someone to get out of that habit. They have to be willing to accept and choose that it's not good for you, but you know, Hey, people, you know, they do what they want to do. You know, even I know people who are still in the church who, who drink wine you know, on their days off or whatever the case may be, you know, yep. whatever, and still go to church. Again, I am not the judge. I'm not God. I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm just telling you my testimony to walk with God and what has worked for me and what things needed to be done for me to see that I was going down the wrong path. Um, I got shot at in my car. Um, I was actually, I was really supposed to be shot five or six shots and none of them hit me and he was probably a foot away i was in the vehicle he was outside of the vehicle and he was probably arm's length range from shooting his firearm at me and he missed all shots so i'm very thankful to be alive um, today to be able to share the the love that i have for god and things that have happened to me in my life um, with financial struggles, with uh, relationship issues, um, family issues, all of these issues that I'm admitting that I've had had in the past. But as of today's date, um, I'm doing better, Amen. doing a lot better with my family, a lot better with my relationship with the Lord. Um, and I don't smoke or drink. And, you know, just just a casual human human being you know learning from everyday mistakes or if you you make them you 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 correct those mistakes and just trying to walk in the direction that god wants me to walk in and trying to be a reflection and imitate god's character in all things that i do i'm so humble man because of the not because of the things that i do have i am truly blessed to be here today i'm humbled by the fact that i was given multiple chances multiple chances and i don't know the uh, exact bible verse so i don't want to quote but i know there is a bible verse in first john 1 9 i believe if we confess our sins he is just and faithful 
cleanse us and forgive us yeah. of all unrighteousness. That's that's scripture. That's the scripture. Uh -huh. Yep. And it's confessing, confessing and admitting your guilt, and not just saying I have this sin. Tell him what. Tell God what that sin is. Take accountability. Put your pride aside and say I have this problem. I have an addiction smoking weed. I have an addiction with women. I, you know, just be upfront with God. There's nothing to hide. He already knows your thoughts. He already knows the plan that he has for you. He knows your future. Yep. And, and, I, and quite honestly, he wants the best for you. So, you know, with that being said, as well as being on social media, I think I actually have the tweet in my bookmark, uh, in my bookmarks. Um, a yeah. brother of mine that I grew up with, um, I think he said this in 2019 or 18, said you're that my account on Twitter is turning into a Christian stand account. So that's where I got the name for that on my bio, which is a Seventh Day Adventist stand account. Like you see Drake stands or, you know, certain artists or, or rappers or celebrities or, you know, athletes mm -hmm. stand yeah. accounts and stuff. So I, I wanted to be an advocate, yeah, like, like, Seventh Day Adventist, an advocate for God. Yeah, like, like, you, like you're a super fan, basically. Stan, Stan yes, was like a super fan. Yeah, that's yes, what's up, man. That's yes, what's sir. up. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I'm, learning, I'm learning and working every day, man, to, to walk in the direction that God wants me to walk in. I'm good in my relationship with him. I try to do it every day. I, I, may, I may get swayed and do other things on my own time, and I may on my own time build my relationship with God. But yeah. it's not just one day we should do it. We should do it every day. Right. Because nothing knows everything, and you can learn something each and every day. You can learn the even if you read the entire Bible through its entirety, over and over again. There's something you're gonna come across again and say, "I didn't know that before," and now I know it. And it's actually putting action to what you know, and actually living out that action. Actions speak a lot in the words. Um, so we, it's it's one thing saying you're a Christian, but it's also another thing actually living out as a Christian. Yeah, you gotta you gotta live it. Living, following the Ten Commandments and stuff. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I, yeah, man, man, God I bless, man. Yeah, been through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that, I mean, that was just pretty much an overview of my testimony, but those are pretty much the highlights of the testimonies. But that yeah. I, I, I truly like to give for people who smoke, or people who drink, or people who've been in criminal activity with firearms and stuff, or people who just hang around a certain amount of group of, of individuals and they're afraid to step out in faith and say they're afraid to share that their love for God or, or, or on social media when they when they have this big following, they don't want to, they don't really want to talk about God. Like I was like that. And when I started, when I really started to step out in faith and really profess my love for God on Twitter, that's why a friend of mine who I grew up with for about 10, 12 years, um, he, he tweeted that to me, and I was really a pride, uh, uh, surprised and amazed that um, he saw and he knew that God was working in my life. So I'm beyond thankful for that, man. I wouldn't take anything for granted, man. Count your blessings. Amen. I, and I, I appreciate your, you sharing your story, man, because one thing I, I want you to, to know on what 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 the focus here on Data Self Podcast is, it doesn't matter if you not known in that. We what we do is we interview anybody. We have anybody that's willing to be a guest, 
to be able to share the goodness of the Lord because you don't have to be a big known uh you, you don't have to be known to the masses. You know, you could just be ordinary people or just an ordinary person that love the Lord and, and you could still bless people with your story. Like because like honestly we we'll have we could have athletes, artists, regular nine to five people, you know, somebody that just like yourself that just love Jesus, that's able to share they story because your testimony can be somebody else's freedom that hears because you know people need to know like what us as believers deal with because a lot of times they feel judged they feel like they feel like they're the only one dealing with something and then when somebody hears your story or hear my story or hear somebody else's story that's on the podcast they could be blessed by that and they know that god is able to do the same thing for them because the Bible said God has no respect to person. So if he was able to do that for you, he could do it for somebody else that hears your story. And uh, I just, like I said, I, I I just bless God for where you where you came from because, you know, you and, and honestly, you being real, that's the thing, you being real with yourself. Like, even in your story, like, you like, I, I wasn't in, you know, I wasn't in the streets, but you know, I still was doing some stuff that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Nonetheless, you know, God, nonetheless, God can save, God saves anybody. He don't, you know, it doesn't even matter, you know, because at the end of the day, it's a testimony still because you once was blind, now you can see. And that's just a testimony in itself already. So just everything yeah. that you've been through, and even it's a miracle just what you've been through. So, um, yeah. that, that, yeah. so, so anybody that hears, your story can be encouraged and motivated and be like, okay, if he done it for him, he could definitely do it for me. So, 100%. I so, agree, so, That's exactly what I like to share. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Sharing so, it uh, this opportunity right here, it may reach one person. And, not yeah. only, and that's really all it takes is reaching one person and it touching their heart in such a way that they're convicted to turn over whatever habits that they have, whatever bad habits that they have. And turn and turn them over to God and give them to God. Yes, sir. He will win that battle for you. The victory is always and will always be God's. Yes, sir. So, Amen. I had to put my pride aside and learn that. Yes, sir. That's. I mean, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't get that, but. Um, however, you 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 learned that and you realized you had to swallow that pride and be like, look, man, you know they got to get this gospel. You know what I'm saying? Because this this will help change me. So, and speaking of that, which of uh, the gospel, um, I found out that you know, you 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 have a desire to want to to be a pastor someday, or like or some something of that. I don't know if you're a pastor now, but is that like a desire that you want to do one day? Is to be a pastor of a church, and if so, how when when do you like? If if so, what 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 are you gonna do to get to that point? And when do you f realize that you're you feel like you're called to become a pastor? Because you know a pastor is not a that's not a light thing. So uh, talk to me and explain to me about that you feel like God is going to eventually call you into pastorship on and how you're going to eventually get to that point. Um. So I actually have heard this multiple times from multiple. Uh, people within the Christian community, people that I go to church with, um, my pastor, a couple, actually, a couple of pastors, um, and more so people in my family as well, uh, 
my grandmother, uh, most recently my um, my uncle, my two of my pastors, one of them who baptized me, who is now at a different church, um, my current pastor, and um, I think CJ, which is your your boy, I'm, I met him on Twitter as well. Okay. Uh, I think he had mentioned it as well. I think when I had a talk with him in person, CJ, listen to this. I'm not quite sure. I'm not. I don't remember, but I think we had to talk about it. Um, but I think he was one of the people as well. Um, and the people, my a couple of my friends have mentioned. What's it. What's the name? What's the name of your church you go to, by the way? Um, Central Seventh Day Adventist down here in Stockton, California. Okay, yeah, um, shout them out. I go to a couple. That's the one where my membership is currently at. That's the one where my pastor who was at he. He baptized me at that church, and that's the one my grandmother goes to. So, I'm really, cl- I'm really close with my grandmother, so I try to um, be where she's at. So that's why I currently go. But late, as of late, um, I've been attending Mayfair um, Adventist or Mayfair Seventh Day Adventist Church, which is literally a two minute walk. It's right outside where I live, right here. Okay. You walk across the street, and there it is. There's that one, and then my my um, former pastor. He's a pastor now. I'm saying my current, my former one. He pastors at a church in Roseville, so from time to time I'll go up there and visit him because I can relate to every pastor's sermon, but I just yeah. feel more of a connection the way that he preaches, and I like the way the certain topics and certain ideas that he's bringing to the Word of God and how he presents the Word of God. <laughs> I'm really connected to it. Um, it's nothing against my current pastor. It's just he was the one that baptized me. I have built a relationship with him and his family, and you know we built a, we built a bond. And I just I enjoyed listening to him. He they had they streamed it as well as well as my church streams it. So if anyone out there will, will listen to this, um, Roseville SDA Church streams it on Facebook. Okay, yeah, shout them um, out. And my church streams it on my church uh, central. They stream it on Facebook and YouTube. The YouTube account is thirteen seventeen Central Live, and Mayfair streams it on YouTube and Facebook. You just type in Mayfair Seventy Events, and it's gonna pop up right there. Okay, okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, definitely. Um. It's good to stay uh, connected to a, a church because um, the Bible says um, we should fail not the assembly of ourselves. So anytime that there's the doors opening, you know, and I, and, you know, and I, I get some people look down on the church, but I feel like, you know, sometimes it's good to be around uh, believers where you're able to be sharpened and, and get fed and get poured into so you can go back out and pour into others. So, you know, it's it's good to be able to go to a church to fellowship with others. So I and you know, I, I'm an advocate of uh of finding a good church home to be able to get get fed. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with being self taught. I don't have no problem with it. However, it's it's important also to to be connected to a, a congregation of like minded people that you're able to uh 
sharpen and grow with. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's just like anything else. You can't do everything by yourself. Sometimes you need a family of believers that, you know, you can stay connected and locked in with because they, they know the struggle. They know what it takes to, to, to walk this walk with Jesus. So, um... I just I just wanted to say that um and and as we as we continue to talk about it um cuz like I like I said before um how I met you is you know I met you through uh you know my my brother CJ and uh yeah. he hosted this space um the space I guess you know you was hosting the space and it was uh set yeah. uh, Sabbath table talk so I was just like okay what is this about cuz he he invited me you know, cause anything, um, anything with my brother, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna support anything that he has going on. Cause that's just, that's just me as a person. I try to support my family. I try to support my friends and my brothers. And I, you know, I, I was so impressed and I know it was just God because I was just like, I'm, I was impressed. Your, your, your love for God and your passion for the gospel of and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, talk to me about what, uh, what, 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 what place, you know, when did God place that on your heart to host a space called the Sabbath Table Talk? Like, explain, kind of share that, uh, to the people when when God kind of gave you that idea to do a space, um, called the Sabbath Table Talk. So, um. We started, let me look it up. Let me get the actual date. I'm going to for sure look this up right now. Because I, I, I'll admit, I've, I joined, like I said, two of them. And honestly, it was it was a blessing, man. Like, I'm not going to need a lie to you. Like, it was very, it was a blessing to me, you know what I'm saying? Because it was just like, okay, it's it's other like-minded uh, men of God out here that love the Lord. You know, we all come from every every everybody come from a whole different probably it's probably somewhat the same background, but all but also different uh, type of backgrounds. But we all have one coming coming cause, and and that's loving the Lord. So, it it definitely was a blessing to me those couple of times that I tuned in on. So, but uh, that's that's uh, what, yeah. Go, but go ahead. We we started this. February 12th, uh, 2022 of this year. Um, I believe, yeah, it was... Actually, we started February 11th. We started on a Friday. Yeah. Really, really, really we got a good amount in there. People facing it and people that we, we didn't even know. It was only, it was only originally, you know, um, me, CJ, um, Nigel, and Uncle Steve-O. And um, we've been we've been on and off with it for a few months now. We're not really doing it on the space, but doing it like on a Zoom call, um, or doing it on on through our DMs and kind of talking about it and stuff. And we've actually managed to do it. I would say max probably the next couple of times we've done it is maybe two or three times. Um, maybe more or less but we've i want to tell you how satan works <laughs> let me let me just let me put this out there because satan is really real but god is also real amen uh, the devil is working but god is working harder amen and 
I want to say that because we tried this so many times and it was like get like even we we tried it on space and it would just get disconnected or some people couldn't join and we're having issues with it so we just got kind of discouraged and so I I don't like when it was this this one day man of that week that I started I was just like man like I seeing I'm seeing what's going on in our world. I just want to connect with other people. Like I really want to connect on another level, and that level is a spiritual level, and and inviting the Holy Spirit's presence to be in our lives. Yes. And then, in what way can I do this? So I'm praying and asking for God to intervene and to convict my heart and others' hearts to join. So I was just so on fire. I was like so determined to really get this started. I didn't even care who else joined or if nobody joined. I was going to do it regardless. So all all the brothers that I mentioned, they joined. I joined and then we got other people that did not know, that didn't follow me. They joined. Um, CJ sent it to you. You joined. I was happy and excited about that. And that's how me and you were able to connect. And I'm glad that you were able to relate to some things and topics that we were speaking about. I was just encouraged by the Lord, bro. It just, it just got pressed on my heart because I really wanted to do it. And Satan kind of discouraged me and others to continue continue with doing it, like consistently on a, on a week-to-week basis. Um, so we started February 11th, which is a Friday evening, and then everyone agreed to do it on the Sabbath, which is Saturday. Um, we did it i did it the following saturday morning and then the next week we did it friday and then saturday and then the next three weeks which is three weeks from today's day i didn't do it i was discouraged um satan really working on me and and discouraging me and distracting me from other things on my on my day day day-to-day life basis what i'm doing you know instead of building my relationship with god when i don't have anything to do i'm either playing the game or watching basketball games or on social media and stuff. And um, there's certain ways that Satan will distract you. And you have to be mentally strong, not physically, but, you know, physically, I mean, as, as opposed to, I would guess, putting down whatever it is you're doing and mentally making that choice to put putting up what you're doing and give, and, give god that time yeah put and That's putting that flesh putting that flesh on the subjection too yeah 100 so the last two weeks dating back from today's date i haven't consistently done it but today i was so encouraged i didn't care if anyone joined i was, it was originally just going to be me and uh nigel uh also formerly known as on social media selected uh, it's gonna be me and him, and I put it on, put it on my on my timeline, and if people wanted to join, then I was, you know, excited and happy about that. And also, if people didn't want to join, you know, I can't be mad at it. You just accept the fact that other people have things that they want to do on their own time, so that's fine too. So we got a, we got about five or six people in there today, so I'm happy about that, and I'll be continuing to do it tomorrow, yes. March 12, 2022. Amen. So we do it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I no, I was just saying I was just saying that uh I want you to be encouraged, man, because um it's not about uh quantity, but it's quality. You know what I'm saying? It don't even matter like and I and I get it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know, you know, as humans we, we get discouraged of, you know, situations that come about 
And then when we host those, host those spaces sometimes and, you know, a lot of times, you know, you'll see a, a space that got like so many people in it, but they talk about nonsense. But you know what? It's just like, it's just like, okay. It's just like medicine. People don't like medicine. So they, they prefer, they prefer a snack over a medicine. So when you, when you go into those spaces that, that's talking all this nonsense, of course, a lot of people want to be in that because it's good to their flesh. But when it's something that's going to hit their soul and their spirit, people run from that. So you got to understand, like, when you're doing something for God, a lot of people ain't going to always want to be a part of that because they, a lot of people love to be where they at. Some people don't want to hear it. So I want to encourage you, man. Like, it don't even matter how many people that's going to be in that space. And, and that's where you was tonight. That, that show that you said... Tonight, I don't even care. It could be just me and this person in this room. I'm gonna preach this. I'm gonna preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Somebody gonna hear it today. So as long as you continue to have that mindset, you will defeat the enemy every time. He can't. He can't never come to you and be like, "Look how many people, people. Look, ain't nobody coming in here today." So what? Even if I'm talking to myself, I, if I gotta, if I gotta preach to myself in this space, I'm gonna get this gospel off to some. Somebody gonna hear it. You know what I'm saying? So keep keep just keep that in mind when you do those spaces, man, because at the end of the day, if you constantly keep doing it, the the enemy can never come at you about how many people is going to be in that space because after a while he's going to be like, "Oh, this 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 dude just don't care. He's still going to do the work." You know what I mean? And and it, you know at the end of the day, you never know what God is going to do with this space because like I told you, you know, even some of the people that that I follow that that follow me jumped on the space when I jumped in the space, so, and that that's what it's all about. Because like at the end of the day, I I I don't just want, I don't just want uh me to get it. I want other people to get it too that follow me, and I've noticed that I've noticed people coming into the space. I'm just like, yeah, man, that's what's up. That's what it's all about. Everybody getting the gospel, by 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 all means. You know what I'm saying? We we need that in these last and evil days. We need the truth, so. I want you to keep doing it and don't, you know, and don't give up on that because so many people is, is blessing. So it's blessing so many people that's hearing it, man. Cause you, you saying something, you got something to say. Yeah. You, know, you definitely yeah, got like something to say. Hey, I want to just influence, <coughs> excuse me. I just want, I want to influence people. I want to, you know. Oh, you definitely doing that. Do. You definitely doing that. Like for sure. Yeah. You definitely doing that because you know, want to be a voice, want to be heard, and yeah, uh, want to be heard in a way that people can relate to. Yes, sir. What I'm saying, that they're going through it, and that they're not going through it alone. Yes, sir. Something is not how you go through it. It's sometimes knowing that God is going to get you through it, Amen. and trusting that God will get you through it. Amen. Amen. And let me let me ask you this too, man. Like, what is what like what is your favorite um, scripture and like go to scripture in the Bible that you like? If you got one, or if not, if you got multiple, you you mind sharing those show scriptures to to people that may want to hear? Cause I you know like your go to uh, scripture. Um, I know Proverbs, um, where I forget the exact one where it says. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and, and lean think not on your own understanding. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'll look it up right now. There's that one, and then um, 
Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, 2, it's when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you mm. pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames, the flames will not set you ablaze. So that one really speaks for me, to me as well. And I'll say this one a lot, even in the space, I always bring it up. It's Philippians 1, 6. Being confident in this very thing that God, that being confident in this very thing that God has begun a good work in you, it will and it will be brought to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. And the, the meaning and context of that is basically being so confident as you are in yourself, being confident in that thing, that thing that that relationship, that spiritual battle and warfare that you're going through. That, you sometimes get distracted and focus on other things that you know already you want to know about God, but you're so prideful and afraid what others will think mm. about you. Be confident that it will be brought to complete to completion. It will. It doesn't say it may or it can. Basically not given the possibility of that actually happening. It's a promise. Yes. It is a promise on certain words that are in that Bible verse. It is a, it is a promise. And there's a million promises in the Bible for a billion things that people go through on the day-to-day basis that God promises a way out of, that the victory will be his. And, um, you know, he can draw you from whatever it is that you're going through. Yes. And so, uh, you know, those three... Uh, I didn't look up the Proverbs one, but basically trusting in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not to your own on your own understanding. You know, Proverbs three, selfish ways. You know, making decisions on your own understanding, like in certain situations. That's Proverbs three five. Three five, yeah. So in certain situations, it's like, what would Jesus do? And sometimes I have to step back and think in certain. You know scenarios that I'm in. What would Jesus do? Would he react in this way? Would he respond in this way? Would he even respond? Or would he be Christ-like? Would he be loving? Would he have a kind and uh, peaceful, loving heart? Would he show meekness? Would he put others before himself? And he did do that. Amen. He sent his only begotten Son. Jesus would die for us, yeah, so Jesus that we may have eternal yep. salvation. Yep. Jesus was and our example. Him, we wouldn't be here you know another one that speaks out to me is with god all things are possible it, it, it doesn't say with man all things are possible it says with god yeah. all things are possible look to no man look to him for a way out for whatever it is that you're going through so uh, there's a lot of bible verses that speak to me uh, just those are the I guess the ones that you know naturally came to my mind because I really speak of those a lot when I'm um, giving my own devotions or if I'm in the space, I speak to those and give my testimony for what has worked for me. Yes, that's what's up, man. I would just you know I I I I'm, I like to hear that because you know everybody has those go-to scriptures that they use through the daily throughout the daily basis um, to help them throughout the days. As they walking with the Lord, you know, mine's is one. A few of mine's is uh, mine's is Romans eight twenty eight. It says, "For all that all things work together for the good for them that love the Lord, who is called according to His purpose." And another one of mine's is uh, Philippians 
uh, 4.13 is, I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And even Philippians 4.19, where he should, he, God should supply all my need according yeah. to his riches and glory. So a lot of those scriptures help me throughout the day. And even a scripture where I say, I am crucified with Christ. I no longer I live, but Christ live in me. So it's like, you know, it, it just, like I said, it just be, I just be, I wanted to know that because, you know, everybody should have those certain scriptures that help them with they walk with Christ throughout, you know, while we're here on this earth to help us yep. along the way. Because like I said, not only would help us, but it helps others that may hear Because a lot of people don't know where to look to find certain scriptures. So by you saying that, a people will be like, okay, let me go find this scripture here because Jordan said it is helping him. Maybe it'll help me. Or Zig said this, it's gonna help. Maybe it's gonna help me. So I just, I just wanted you to share that, man. So I, I bless God for you. I bless God for you sharing that. And what we gonna do right now is we gonna take a little break. Um, we gonna take a break up for the Data Self Podcast, and we gonna come back, um, and we gonna touch on. Go touch on the NBA and the NFL. So stay tuned. After this, after this break, we got my brother. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jordan from the West Coast, Stockton, California. Actually from Oakland, California. But we thank God for him. So when we come back, we're gonna finish up this uh podcast episode with my man Jordan right here on the Data Self Podcast. Stay locked. Oh, hey, welcome back to the Data Cell Podcast with your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. Uh, we have our guest on the day by the name of Jordan, based out of the West Coast. I appreciate him, like I said, being on in, on on this afternoon, this evening, to share his story and everything. Um, it's definitely been a blessing, man. I just pray that whoever hears it, man, just receive what the man of God was saying. Um, like I said before, man, he has he has something to say. So um, if y'all, you know what I mean, I just thank God for him. Like, I really do. So what we're going to do is we're going to transition. We're going to transition to something else. And uh, like I said, besides the Lord, you know what I mean, I realized this this young man here, he's a sports head like myself. And uh he he liked this team here. I I'm I'm a, let me let me say something, man. Let me say something. I'm a, I'm a I'm a Denver Broncos fan, you know what I mean? Like I love my Denver Broncos. And one thing I noticed about this man Twitter page, you know, he he represent he represent the Lord, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which I thank God for that. If you just look at his bio, it, he definitely represents everything on his bio, like no no lie. And the, and I seen this hashtag on there, I'm like, oh my God! I said, yeah, we we gonna have an issue already, cause I seen this team on there. It's, Share this team that you like in the NFL, please, sir. The Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks day, He's a diehard Seattle Seahawks. But that's that's diehard. And that and this, see this this the this the problem like what I was I had at first. Like I don't have a problem no more, but we're gonna touch on it. But 
they beat the brakes off us in Super Bowl 48. And I, I've always had an issue with these Seahawks because it's like, man, come on, man. How, how y'all going to do us like that? In the and, and, you know, we had paid men at the time and whatnot, and it just it was just bad, man. Like, they 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 demolished us. And I was, I ain't going to lie to you, Jordan. I was, I didn't speak to people for like two weeks after we done got beat like that. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, I was so hurt when we lost. I was so hurt, man, like, because, you know, we had Peyton Manny and, you know, we had the number one offense. But it truly says, you know, defense win championships. Y'all had the number one defense at that time, and y'all definitely showed it at the Super Bowl, and y'all got y'all ring. However, it was a turn of events that then transpired this week. With the trading, Man. with the trading of Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos, it's, hey, I just I just need you to tell me how did you feel? Cause I seen your tweets, but I need to hear from the horse's mouth. I need to hear from the man of God's mouth. How did you feel? Because I ain't gonna lie, I was happy, man. I I was I was happy, cause we ain't have a quarterback in, since twenty fifteen. How did you feel when they? You know, when when Russell Wilson was traded to the Denver Broncos, the team that y'all demolished in the Super Bowl Forty Eight, explain the feeling when that when you got the news about that. So with that, um, I was actually at work, and one of my supervisors kind of came to me. Um, I was like, "Hey, have you?" Um, kind of asked me how my Seahawks were doing and I was like, I think we're doing good, you know, what was going on he said, you might want to check and so I checked and then uh, I found out that we had traded our franchise you know, we <laughs> traded Russell Wilson and I literally have like two or three jerseys of his you know, literally just went to a game last year on my birthday in October oh yeah um Went to the Super Bowl in Arizona and we lost to the Patriots. Um, love that we put a smack down on y'all. We had, man, we had Legion, but, man, yeah, you know, y'all had the Legion of Boom. It was exciting times. That was when the world was actually normal. Stuff nowadays, <laughs> man, no one has loyalty. Our, our, our franchise our organization, our front office, they're not making the right moves. You know, we had a chance in the offseason with the draft to get protection to Russell Wilson. Yeah. Actually before before actually before we had a chance before we uh traded to get Jamal Adams and we traded away our two first round picks, which I thought was dumb. Yeah. Um, thought it was a steal to get Jamal at the time, I'm not gonna sit up here and lie like he wasn't a stud yeah. at that time. His his game has declined. Yeah, but he had you know, to he had to lead the Jets though. But you did you did know that though. He had to leave them because they weren't going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, he had to leave, but at the same time, we there's we could have waited. We could have been patient. We could have, you know, gotten somebody for a cheaper price um, instead of giving up all of our assets to acquire one player. Yeah. You know, when Paul isn't going to win us the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. It was our one and only quarterback who won us our only Super Bowl. Russell Wilson. On, on, so, on, a, on a rookie to, contract. Exactly. Just to think of that, man. 
like you go up and instead of putting giving Russell Wilson protection like all the great quarterbacks do have nowadays you go and give up all our assets to acquire on defense because they were in panic mode because at that time our defense was already declining we lost Legion of Boom we lost um uh uh, Richard Sherman mm-hmm. to San Francisco at that time. We Cam Chancellor. Um, Cam Chancellor retired. Uh, there was uh, what's his name? Earl Thompson. Thomas. Yeah, Earl Thompson. Yep. Wanted to be tra- to Dallas at that time. I think we released him, and then the Ravens ended up picking him, and then he ended up getting injured, and then released from them. So we're just in panic mode, and at that time, Jamal was actually, you know, doing really good with the Jets, and we just panicked. Yeah, and y'all, and y'all, and y'all released Bob, Bobby Wagner, too, just recently. Yeah, I, I was, I'm not mad about that one. He was, I mean, obviously, he's going to get the tackles because our front, you know, our front defensive line can't hold, and they're not making the proper tackles. So, you know, they're going to obviously come to, the, to Bobby Wagner, and he's going to get the tackle, but... Me watching the games that I did watch, he was getting outran. He was getting exposed, you know. Mm. As much as the all-star caliber player he was in his prime, he has declined. Um, so I'm not too mad about the Bobby Wagner's one. You know, we have Brooks right now. Um, Brooks and there's another guy. Uh, I, forget, I forget his name, but I know we, we drafted Brooks two years ago mm. well not last year but the year before that a texas texas tech linebacker and he's he did really he showed some strides last year so um i'm happy i'm, I'm happy to see his improvement um, so i'm not really not we, we saved a lot of cap we saved a lot of money with not having to pay by wagner um just really upset and mad at the yeah. fact that we traded our franchise we had multiple years multiple draft picks and we pretty much gave away those draft picks to kind of build up our defense and one guy isn't going to do it it takes you know the entire team and and i think in today's game it starts with the quarterback yeah it's true uh, with, you know, it starts with them you know uh, uh, you know defense wins games but you know you have to put up points to win the game that's true you know your defense isn't going to capitalize on certain drives you have to use your offense out there and if you have, you know, a quarterback who can't produce your, your franchise, they're, yeah. just, they're not going to get anything. And that's, they're not going to produce results. Yeah, and that's the and that's the thing, like, I was I, – that's the thing I was saying, like, um – uh, y'all, oh, y'all, y'all, old line is was was not really good, so y'all couldn't protect them, and and now, and now it's like, you know, when y'all did the trade, now y'all got our problem. Y'all got Drew Lock as the quarterback. I don't know if he gonna start, you know, but at the end of the day, y'all got Drew Lock, and and I don't know, maybe y'all gonna utilize those those picks y'all got. Y'all had y'all did get two first round draft picks. Y'all got two second round, and y'all got a, a fifth round draft pick, I think. Two, and you got Drew Lock. You got our you got our first round. You well, you got our second. Matter of fact, y'all had three. Y'all got three first rounds because y'all got uh, Noah Fant. We drafted him in the first round, a tight end, which I thought he was pretty good, but Drew Lock. I feel like, oh, man, y'all got Drew Locke. That was our problem. We had a defense, but we couldn't put up no points with Drew Locke. Like, we just couldn't do it. So, but it sounds like you really hurt for real. Like, 
in a tweet, in a tweet, in a tweet. If you know, I didn't want to. I ain't want to keep. You know, cause I said, yeah, I can. You know, I, I I was happy. I don't don't get me wrong. I was happy, man, cause I was like, we finally got ourselves a quarterback. You know, the likes of paid man that like we we in a lock to go to the playoffs. We ain't been in the playoffs since 2015, man. You know how you know how hard that was. We was we was Super Bowl champions, 2015 when we beat when we beat uh the, the Panthers, and then from that moment on, no playoffs, no playoffs, no playoffs. We couldn't find a quarterback. So, but the fact that when you was your tweets, I was just like, I don't want to rub it in too much because I understand his feeling, because you had a you got a star quarterback that was traded away, and it and you know they came to us, so it was just like. I didn't. I honestly, I didn't think he was gonna come to us. I, I'm just gonna be real with you. I thought he was gonna go somewhere else, or I thought he was gonna stay. I had no idea he was gonna come to Denver. But I'm ha- I'm happy. I'm happy because we got a quarterback now. So I'm not happy, man. Of course you're happy. <laughs> I'm just. I turn off. This is done. Jody Alley, the owner of the team. She gave up all rights. She owns the team, but she gave up all rights to our uh, GM John Schneider and P.O. Carroll. They pretty much oversee all yeah front office administration, and they they do deal with all the draft picks. And they're I just P.P. Carroll's scheme is so outdated, and he gets work every Sunday, and you, every day of the week. And you and think play he, other opponents, and you think he need to be I mean, fired, huh? I've been advocating for that for at least, uh, I've been a hundred percent advocating since the beginning of this season, like last year when really the last three years we've lost in the wild card round against Dallas, either Dallas or the Rams. Every year wild card round, every year wild card round, wild card round. We lose, we lose, we lose. Obviously, guys, our top guys are injured. We have last year it was Carson was out. The year before that. Um, um, Penny, Penny was out um, the year before that. I think we had all of our guys. I think Carson was out as well. So we've been with running back it, injuries, and that's pretty much Pete Carroll's scheme is running the ball. Yeah, you know, and that that works in today's game to a, to a degree, to a point. But if it's not working, we got to switch it up. We got to go to something different. You know, and when you guys don't give Russell Wilson the protection that he's asking for, and I'm almost certain he's, he asked for it during the drive last year, and even before they should have gotten his permission, hey, we want to use these picks on um, Jamal Adams, but before we do it, do we do it? Do we pull the trigger on getting, you know, at that time when he was on the Jets, he was probably the best, you know, one of the best you know, safeties in the league out there. And I guess they wanted to try to build a legion of Boone around Jamal Adams. But I think they should have came to Russell Wilson. And I think Pete Carroll and John Schneider did that behind um, Russell Wilson's back. Yeah. And thought they were going to hit in the draft, and we never hit. You know, we we, we hit with D.K. Metcalf, yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. But, again, no protection. We have no – you have to protect your quarterback. You know, the greats as today, um, Joey Burrow. You know, even their O line, they don't have the greatest protection. But I'm just gonna—I would say, with them getting all the way to the Super Bowl, they had better protection than us. You know, they had a better coach than us. They were more aggressive with their offensive play calling than us. That's why I think. Excuse me. That's why I think just Pete Carroll's scheme is just outdated, man. And 
You know, we would run the ball three times. First down, second time, uh, second down, and third. I was I, I go to the games. You know, I always go to the Niner games when they come out here to Santa Clara. I go to those. Went to the game in Seattle, and it's same scheme, same, same as I see on TV. You know, run the ball, and we're not producing results. And instead of switching it up, they go to the same thing. So the defense of coordinator on the up on the opponent's team, they already know what we're gonna do. But so if our offensive line can't hold Russell or can't protect Russell Wilson, what think what makes you think we're gonna get you know produce results on running the ball? You know, we gotta switch it up. You know, do you know, do some trick plays or something. I don't know, get other <laughs> players involved and Yeah. I'm just I'm just not happy with the results, man. Yeah. And they haven't been, they haven't hit on the draft in years. Um not you don't really see big name free agents wanting to oh, I'm gonna go to Seattle, I wanna play for them. No, no one wants to play for Pete Carroll. That's I mean that's what it I is. I mean I mean you don't see you see other players going out there. Like oh I want I want to play for Dallas I want to play for the I Chiefs mean, I mean, or I want to play for the Rams like I mean let's just let's know, just let's just teams out there with good coaches I mean let's just let's just be real though like how how Seattle ain't like one of them cities that you know they, it rains a lot and you know it, it be cold and stuff like like let's just be real like ain't no people don't want to come to Seattle dog like I I get it you know what I'm saying like but it's just not. It ain't L.A., you know, it's not Dallas, it's not like Houston, you know, it's one of them cities that people just don't want to, you know, I I don't know, like, it, I don't know, like, it just ain't one of them attractive type cities like that. I mean, the nightlife is, is cool, you know what I'm saying, but it's just, it ain't one of those, those places that a player would be like, I want to go to play with these, you know, they'd rather go to Dallas because Dallas is like a, is a draw. You know, even though they sorry, even though they sorry, they like they draw people. You know, what I mean, people love and they hate them and they make a whole lot of money. Just Seattle ain't ain't that. You know what I'm saying? But I've lived, I've lived there. Oh, you did? And, uh, yeah, I, I used to live there. Oh, and, that uh, probably explains why you're a Seattle Hawks fan. Man, it was, uh, man, I didn't, I didn't like the weather. So if the typical athlete you know they don't like a certain weather they're not gonna want right, to right right for, for that team because you know obviously they're gonna have to live and stay down there and i get it you know but i feel like if we built the culture you know and you know they see the winning franchise that we're trying to build i think they would be more susceptible to to do so and want to play with the coach but that coach just it can't be Pete Carroll man yeah I mean what what player that you know of a big name in the free agency market in most recent years has said I want to go play for Pete Carroll or I want to go play in Seattle like nobody has said that right so I mean I I think other fans who are Seattle Seahawks fans out there I think they can agree with me and say that Pete Carroll is just he's not the answer he was before you know his scheme and everything and the defensive coordinator we had before, not Ken Norton. Uh, I'm not sure was Ken Norton on our defensive staff. I don't believe he was when, when we when we won the Super Bowl. I believe it was yeah. somebody else. Um, but yeah, we um, we just I I, I just I, I we got to get Pete Carroll out of here, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be the start of the rebuild. Right now, it's not even it's like y'all paper it's a rebuild. It, oh, it's almost not, definitely. It's not even an official rebuild. 
Oh, it, it, official rebuild what? until we get rid of Pete Carroll and John Schneider. No questions asked. I mean, that's my opinion about it. I mean, I'm 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 gonna say this, man. I'm 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 gonna be praying for you, man, because I like 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 on on the real, because I know I know you upset about it, because I I ain't gonna lie, it was the other shoe on the foot. As me being a, a diehard Denver Bronco fan, and it was the other shoe on the foot. I'll be, I'll be, ups, I'll be hurt too. I really would, and I'm, I'll be, I'm gonna really be praying for you, for healing, of the, healing of the heart, when it come to your team because now, it's gonna, it's gonna be looking bad for y'all. I'm, I'm gonna be honest because y'all don't have a quarterback. Y'all got, y'all got our old Met problem, Drew Lock. Come on now. Drew Lock, like what? He ain't finna do nothing down there. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's just it's finna look bad for y'all, man. I'm just gonna be praying for you, like on the real. Like it's gonna it's gonna look how, bad how for y'all. How long did you guys have Drew Lock for? He's been in the league for two years now, or what? We had him for three, because you know, because first year, uh, first year he came he came in once uh. Who who got you? Joe Flacco. He he got hurt in the middle of the season, and he played half of the first season. As a rookie, and he did pretty good, you know what I'm saying. And then the second season, second season, COVID hit, and he played the whole season, and he didn't do he didn't do so well because you know they they had game tape on him. Then third season, he got beat up by Teddy Bridgewater, you know what I'm saying. So right, and, got, and that's another big. I want to touch bases on that before I cut you off, but I mean to apologize. I want to touch bases on that. I wish you would have took Bridgewater from you guys. Oh snap. <laughs> Man, like, come on, like, what, what are we doing with this deal? Like, Russell Wilson has a no-trade clause, so he either has to accept it or he doesn't have to accept it. And it's up to the front office to trade him. So they already got words, probably from Russell Wilson. He did it privately because he's a private person and respectful. He didn't want it to be known in the media that he's asking for a trade publicly, like some of the big names out there that publicly go on IG or social media and say, I want to be traded. Russell Wilson's not that type of player. So he probably went behind closed doors, spoke with front office, you know, John Schneider, Jody Allen, Jody Allen, and Pete Carroll. was like, hey, I'm be honest, you know, I haven't produced, you know, you guys haven't really done what I've asked for. And, you know, I think my time up here in Seattle is done. And can I be traded? And they probably gave a few names, and, and Russell Wilson accepted going to Denver. Um, with that being said, um, I, I don't hate Russell Wilson. I respect him for wanting to leave. You know, it's a business at the end of the day. You want to yeah. do what's best for you and your family. Um, and, they didn't give him the protection. And, so. and he's a man of God. He's a man of God. Yeah, 100%. 100% he's a man of God. And I, I like that about him. I like his character. I just wish he would have been more open about it because he said that he wanted to stay. He, you know, didn't really publicize it, but he did in some interviews but he would also shy away from it and not be aggressive you know with his answers with saying that oh i want to stay in seattle and i don't want to leave and but i also have to know that and understand that it's a business yeah um i can't be so sucked into the sports world cause, because then i get distracted and i'm worshiping you yeah. know idols such as celebrities or yeah. sports teams and stuff like that i like it i enjoy watching the game i enjoy the team that i like but um, I don't want to be upset or mad. I wasn't just, I would say I'm just a little disappointed and hurt of the fact that we did trade away Russell Wilson. I think he still has three to five years left as a good, you know, all-star caliber player. But I think we just, we just totally, 
hit the nail and caught them when we traded him and we had multiple opportunities to um, get protection around him. Yeah. And even when we did trade him, we should have gotten back Teddy Bridgewater yeah. with, with the first round picks. But they just were so gullible and naive to the fact, oh, Broncos like, we'll give you guys. They probably never even mentioned Bridgewater. Never even mentioned it. They said, we'll give you lock and first picks. And probably what hit as soon as they saw those picks on paperwork, they're like, okay, deal done. No problem. Instead of getting, and I think Bridgewater was, you guys were what, 2-0 and in the beginning of the season? 2-0 and or 3-0? and We was 4 You guys like destroyed the Ravens? We, you, was it we the was, Ravens or the Browns? We, we was 4. We actually started off 4-0 of the season. Uh, and then once Teddy Bridgewater got that concussion, then we start going down here from there. But he started off on a good run. Which I, which I was like, man, he still, you know, because we, we beating teams that won't play off teams. So I'm just like, we need to beat them teams that matter to show that we're going to be in contention. So it's like teams we was playing against beside, you know, uh, contender teams, we was losing. So I just like, man, oh, that's why I say I knew it was downhill from the moment that he got hurt because he, 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 he's never healthy for real. Like, he, he'll play a season – and he'll get hurt, and that's the same thing with Drew Locke. But um, I'm really, like I said, I'm gonna really be praying for you, man, because I I know it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna sting a little bit because you gotta y'all got rid of y'all franchise quarterback and whatnot, and hopefully y'all bounce back, you know, with with the drafts, with the draft picks, with the draft picks, like for real. Um, but uh. We'll probably, we'll probably tank or something like that. Or I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll need more picks rather than just picks in one season. And we'll need multiple seasons. Just, you know, just how San Francisco, they were trash for multiple years. And they've been to the Super Bowl in the last three, three to five years. They've been to the Super Bowls or the NFC Championship. So um, we'll, we'll be trash. I'm accepting, you know, we'll be trash for for some years to come, but I believe we'll bounce back like other teams and franchises yeah. have. I don't think we'll be, you know, yeah. we'll be, you know, like the Jets or anything or the Giants who just have, haven't have even been to a Super Bowl in years to come. Now, the, the Giants haven't been since, what, 2010? So, what, 10 years on their record? Jets haven't been since, I don't know, probably a, a decade, 20, 30 years, 30 plus years on, on their record. So I don't think it would be that trash for that long. It'll probably be two yeah. or three or more years before we hit in the draft and we start getting the right pieces around this. But it's not even gonna to my my own opinion and everything that I've stated is just my own opinion. It's not an official rebuild until we get a new coach. And I wish we would have gotten Brian Flores, um, or the Dolphins head coach. Um, he was on the Niners staff as the offensive coordinator, I believe. It was either Niners or Rams, one of those. But he looks like he's going to do well with the Dolphins. And I, I, I think I even tweeted that the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs uh, this this upcoming season. Mm. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be fun to to watch all the other teams shine. While you know a lot of people are going to be trash talking against me about how trash my Seahawks are. I'm already accepted. So I mean, for those who are out there going to listen to this podcast. I'm accepting that the Seahawks are going to be trash. I've already even tweeted. I tweeted this last year that we were already going to rebuild mode. 
know, we 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 don't we lose on wild card every year. Like we need we need to start over. Um, but yeah, but you but you know what that 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 but that's gonna show who the true fans are. That's that's gonna be yeah. around when they when they bad because like even for me as a Denver Bronco fan, man, I've been a fan there since '97. So I've been around for the good times and even the bad times. You know, even the times where since 2015 of the Super Bowl 50, our last Super Bowl, and we ain't had no quarterback all these times. We was trash. And I stuck around like as a and I you know I'll be like I'm a struggling Denver Bronco fan. So you 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 gonna see who who real fans in that and and whatnot. You know, even when y'all, even though y'all going through this, the, y'all about to go through these hard times, but that shows who the true fans are when they stick around. Um, nonetheless, as far as sticking around, we are gonna go into this conversation here, and this is the talk I mainly want to have with you because you had the nerve, you had the nerve to speak such blasphemous on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I wasn't going to come at you because, you know, we was cool. You know, we we was cool. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to even come at you. Like, I was oh, just man. like, I'm just, yeah, because I, I, I'm just saying, I'm like, this dude here, I like, man, I thought we was, I thought we was on the same team. You know, I thought we love the Lord and we do, you know what I'm saying? But this here, I had to, I had to kind of had to check you on this one because you, you sitting here talking about number two. Is better than the goat James, LeBron James, which I thought that was blasphemous <laughs> for you to say something like that oh, oh about number that. two good, hey, is better than LeBron James. I'm like, dude, no, 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 number two, no, it's number, no, it's number two, it's number two because. Number six ain't got that respect for me. It's, that it's, right it's, now, it's, it's Goat James. It's, go, it's Goat he James. Get it, get, it's Goat James. Get it right. It's Goat James. It's Goat never, James. King James. Okay. All right. Let, let's 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 okay. Let's go here. Then let's go here. So you think uh, number two is better than <laughs> Goat James? So I'm 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 gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this. Why do you feel like Cause this man ain't been this man. This man, I don't think this man. I don't think this man played one game this season. And you had and you keep making this case that he better than LeBron James. T- explain to me that, please, sir. That number two is better than LeBron James. I, I want to hear you. I want to hear this. Explain that, so man. Cause that's blasphemous. Off, we're gonna just we're gonna start it with character first. Hundred percent. Character-wise, okay, you going there probably now? Probably the most truest and humblest person in NBA history. There's no question about it. He don't say nothing. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm, uh, let me let me let me give you let me give my opinion. Okay, go ahead. Goat Leonard, Goat Leonard, <laughs> way better than number six, and I'm never saying his name. I'm gonna be that petty and tell. Wow. Six no okay, no, King, Goat James. Push respect on that man's retires, name. name. Push respect on so his Joe name. Leonard, you know, just starting based off character, truly way humbler than number six. Uh, uh, he, um, a word, he's a man of God. Um, oh, for real? He is? 100%. I, I, ain't, I, I didn't know that. When he was on the Raptors. I didn't know that. I think I may have it in my bookmark. He first shouted out. Actually, he did it with the Spurs as well. He shouted out God. When he when he was with the Spurs, he got uh, 
But he ain't got no He ain't got no emotion. Don't matter. So you have to have motion to to in what way? I'm just saying matter. he's a, he's a he's a sad boy. But go 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 ahead it, 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 uh, argue your case. Uh, 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 great on and off the court around his community, good with kids. Um, uh, and we're speaking about on the court. Let's speak about on the court. Oh yeah, speak about on the court. He's not crying about anything. Who? No fouls who's crying? Are you serious? No, who's crying? Who 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 who's crying? Number six cries every single game he has ever played in his entire career. He he didn't There's cry. No question about it. Oh, okay. He's a crybaby. He doesn't get a call. He's gonna cry. He's not he's not crying. He's he's frustrated. This is the difference. He's not crying. He's frustrated. But go in ahead. Opinion, he's frustrated. In my opinion, he's crying. Okay, go ahead. Um, I mean, multiple videos out there on Twitter. IG, wherever, I, I mostly see it on Twitter, but multiple videos that I've come across, doesn't play defense, he whines, he, he yells at his team, he blames his other teammates, don't get me wrong, number six can score the ball, <laughs> keep saying number six, go James, man, King James, LeBron James, Goat James, number six on the Lakers, so anyone listening listen to this podcast, they're going to say, well, who's number six? Well, which we're speaking about the guy on the Lakers, the crybaby on the Lakers. LeBron so, Goat James. That's what we're talking about. Who, who couldn't beat the Celtics teamed up Oh, wow. He going there. Okay. perennial prime all-star players, D-Wade and Chris Bosh, to beat the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the Spurs. So, um... Couldn't do it in Cleveland. Mm. He needed all the help in the world, so he teamed up with them. And really, if we speak in all time, there's no question he, he'll never be better than Kobe Bryant. He'll never what? Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Are you serious? You, you think he's better than Kobe Bryant? Yes, oh I do. You are. No, no, no. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. He is better than. We, we ain't. Okay, I'm dead. Rest Bryant. in peace to Kobe Bryant, but I and I I said this when this man was alive. He 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 is not Le, Kobe Bryant is not better than LeBron James. He's not because first of all, first of all, first of all, let me let me let me explain something to you about this debate. That ain't even a debate because at the end of the day, this man mirrored his whole game after the real goat, Michael Jordan. Okay, this man. Got five rings. If you want to base it off rings, his first three rings is questionable. You want to know why? Because he lost. I mean, he won those first three rings with Shaq. Okay. And Shaq, okay. and Shaq was the best player on that team those first three rings. It wasn't Kobe. It was Shaq. The one thing, the difference between Kobe Bryant and Jordan, I mean, and, and LeBron James, LeBron James always was the best person player on his team and he dragged teams to the playoffs and then you keep holding people keep holding these losses with LeBron James because man he had nobody he when he had when he took Cleveland he had with, nobody? Oh my let, 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 let me let me finish like what what I'm saying let's is speak about Cleveland. How, let's speak about that that first time that, okay or they're actually the first loss with the Spurs come played, dude come on now Come, no, magic. I'm talking about the Spurs. The, magic, the best team on the Magic was the White House. I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about when he when he was with. When, I'm talking about when he would when he when he lost against the Spurs. 
That that was that's what. Come on now, and he was a he was a baby. He ain't, he ain't had nobody. Uh, but you know, people holding that against him. And then the times he lost, I think I'm gonna be honest. LeBron James dragged that team to the playoffs and when they lost against the Spurs he dragged that team to the play I mean to the to the finals and they lost okay when he went to Miami he shouldn't have lost that finals against Dallas because he had Dwayne you know he had Dwayne Wade he had Chris Bosh I felt like he should have won that finals. He didn't win. He won those other two rings that year. Boom. Okay, cool. Then he lost the other ones. Then he went back to Cleveland. But anyway, we don't want to get into that. LeBron James was always the best per player on his team each year. Kobe Bryant, first three rings, I put an asterisk behind it because he had Shaq. You know what I'm saying? So that's not even a debate. Looking at it up now, just to see, they lost the first game by nine. Second game by eleven. Third game by three. And the last game by one. Um, they had Ilgowskis. They had Virgil. Come on now, who's they, that? They had. Uh, come on now. Who's that? They, they they were impact players. Man, come man, come on, man. Stop playing, man. Come on now. I'm dead serious, man. Come on now. That that them ain't nobody. Them ain't nobody. Man, you gotta you gotta put some respect on this man's name. Man, back to Kawhi. Back to Kawhi, man. We're gonna we gonna get back to this Kawhi nonsense you talking. Okay. Let let let's okay, let Okay, if we're talking head to head. Yeah, let's talk head to head. Let, 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 okay. Number two. Over number six. And including the playoffs, seven and five. And if we're and if we're talking, if we're talking points, number six has he's number six is beating him by five points. Number six twenty five, Leonard twenty, um, beating him in rebounds by point five, beating him in six uh, and assists by by four point one. Skills Leonard got him blocked. Is you is you is, is you talking is you talking about is you talking about just regular season or playoffs? I'm just talking head to head, per, like as proud however long they've been in the league. So Kawhi Leonard, when he was when he won that ring, I want to say he was a second year player or a rookie. Um, number six was in the league longer. Way longer, actually, because he came out of high school. Larry did four years at San Diego State and was putting up almost exact numbers. I wouldn't say almost exact, but number six, you know, he was the ball handler on that team. Um, and he was the main defender on number six. Um, if we're going about, by, if we're going with Spurs, uh, no, we like we said, we I, we I going we going we going overall o overall, and you and you and you saying Kawhi uh, number two, you saying number two is I I can't believe this. Okay, hear hear me out now. Hear me out because I I let you okay. speak. Hear me out. Hear, hear me out. Okay, okay. We I I got I got my stats. I got my stats. The comparison of LeBron 
and, and goat goat James and number two. Okay, you got how many rings? Kawhi got two rings. Okay, two 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 finals MVPs to LeBron four. Look, okay, four rings, two rings, four finals MVPs, two to number two. Okay, All Star first team, LeBron James got thirteen. Number two got three. Okay, NBA All Team. I mean, on defense, I get, I, I give, I give him, uh, I, I give him that because Kawhi Leonard is a, is a good defender. I take, I take nothing away from that. But my thing is, but LeBron James got five all, all defensive first team placements to Kawhi Leonard's three. This all defensive team, all this all defense team, okay, the. LeBron James got zero. I'll get that's why I said Kawhi Leonard. And I'm a, I'm I got respect for his game. I like I like Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think he's better than LeBron. He got Kawhi got two defensive uh uh player of the years to LeBron James zero. Okay. LeBron James got one scoring title. Kawhi Leonard got zero. Assist leader, LeBron James got one. Kawhi got zero. Steal leader. You get out the choir. LeBron James got none. Rookie of the year, LeBron James took that. Kawhi didn't get one. Okay. If you want to come down to points per game, LeBron James is, is dominating Kawhi with points per game in the regular season. Okay. Then rebounds, LeBron James got it. I don't think LeBron James got it with seven point uh five rebounds to Kawhi six point five in a regular season. Steals, steals, Kawhi got it. Blocks, LeBron got it. Total points. If you want to go talk about total points, LeBron James got 36,746 points. So Kawhi, 11,085 points. Kawhi Leonard was more of a defensive player before he was even who he is now. And I'm not taking nothing against Kawhi Leonard. But for you to sit here and, and, and have the audacity to be like, Kawhi Leonard is better than LeBron James. That's laughable to me. That's really laughable because he ain't played one game this year. And you keep making this case he's better than LeBron James, man. Come on, man. Stop playing, man. Like that you 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 can't see you can't be serious when you're saying that though. Nah, I'm a hundred percent. Just based off of you're going off of I, I'm agree with your stats. You know, you have the stats right there, which is real time stats. Um if we're talking about rings, I just think Kawhi had more of an impactful. Okay, so impact tip. Okay. On his rings. Okay, tip. Tip. Be real. Be real. Be real about this. If 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 when he got the ring with the Raptors, tip. Just just be just be hundred percent real. Put your hand. Just be real with yourself and be real with God. If KD, Clay Thompson wouldn't have got hurt, do you think Kawhi Leonard would have won that ring? Just tell the truth. Yes. Oh my, oh my, dude, you can't be serious. You think, you think Kawhi Leonard, you say, so you think, dude, you think a healthy Klay Thompson, KD, Steph Curry, you think, you think Kawhi Leonard could have beat the three-headed monster? In the playoffs versus the Warriors, 
Clay, Stephen Curry didn't even show up. It was just all KD and Clay. But that, but but uh, I'm just KD saying. But I'm just and saying. Them, hold on, hold on, hold on. They took them. Was it? Was it? Five. It might have been six games because I think Clay got injured in the fifth game. So it might have been. I think it was six. I think it was six games. It, I, it was six games. Because I was actually happy when Kawhi won the ring. I, I, I honestly was. But to be real, he wouldn't have won that ring if they had a, a healthy KD, Steph, and Clay. Man, ain't no way. Because Goat James but couldn't Steph even beat. You, you can't mention Steph in that conversation because in the playoffs, he didn't show up. As great as the player as Steph is, he didn't show up. But, it but, was all Clay and KD, 100%. But, it, but I'm just saying, though. I mean, I'm just saying, just them three alone. Okay, I gotta, let me pull up the stats real quick. I just want to see what Kawhi. I know Kawhi, uh, KD was going off. He was going off until he got hurt again. He was going off. That's why I was like, you, you saying Kate, you saying Kawhi could have could could have beat that healthy three handed monster. I, I I don't I don't know I don't think so because LeBron James, Goat James couldn't even do it. With that three-headed monster, I don't think I don't even think MJ himself could have beat that three-headed monster by himself. And I love Michael Jordan, but that three-headed monster there was just unfair. And you think Kawhi Leonard so could? It you, was in six games. Yeah, it was in six games. They. So I'm guessing they probably lost the first one, won the first two. GS won. The Warriors won the fourth one and the fifth one, and then they they won the last the no the the how, how would it go? So it'd be four two. I think Raptors lost the. I'm looking for the the, the game. Yeah, they. I think I think I think the Raptors won the championship at. Oh. Okay, I see at, it right at, here. So at, Warriors at, at won Oakland. the first two games. No, no, Raptors won the first one, 118-109. Warriors won the second one. Raptors won the next two, and I think uh, KD got injured. Yeah, in he got injured. Fourth game. And Klay Thompson did too. He got hurt the same game. The same game? Yep. Because that's when Klay Thompson went up for a layup. And then he came down and, and tore his ACL. It was actually the same game. So it was the fifth game then. I remember because after that game, the Warriors still won that game. Clay lost it, or Clay got hurt in. But they ended up beating them um, game six. So when you're telling me, do I think that Kawhi, let me tell you why. The mm, mm, mm. first four games, KD and Clay, and everybody was healthy. The Raptors won three of those first four games. So that's 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 the first game. Raptors smacked them by nine first game. Warriors barely won by five. Raptors smacked them by what is this? By thirteen. Then they beat them next time by again another thirteen. And then they got hurt in game five. So it can it's it, it's 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 really hard to say if they would have went game seven. It probably would have went, went game seven if they went game six. I'm almost probably sure it would have went game seven. But it's hard to say if they, if the Raptors would have would have lost. I mean, the Raptors really had a good squad. You know, Siakam in his prime, Kawhi. You know, you know, being being Kawhi Leonard, he averaged 
Uh, 28.5 points, 9.8 rebounds, 4.2 assists, 2 steals. Yeah, he was balling. He was balling. I'll give him to you. He was balling. He was definitely balling. But I don't think he would have – man, I just just can't see it, man. I think they got lucky. So that's my thing. Like, he was balling, but that three-handed monster there, man, they was just different, man. They was different. But – Beat the,
he's he's Braun James. He's Goat James. He do what he want to do. And everybody always hold that against him because he switched teams and this, that, and the third. Man, that's just, that just what he do. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's not like he leaving the team. It's not like he just breaching contract and leaving. He leaving when, when his contract up and he gone. So at the end of the day, man, so at the end of the day, man, people going to have to eventually put some respect on that man then. Because like I said, he done changed the game in a way where now most players want to do the same thing he doing. They want to be able to control their narrative. They want to be able to get paid. And they want to be able to go where they want to go. You know what I'm saying? Look, look Ka- Kawhi Leonard did the same thing. Look, look, look at what he doing. Look what he did. He went from the Spurs. And then he went to Toronto, even though he didn't want to go to Toronto. That whole tobacco is the way they, they treated his injury, and he didn't like it. You know, I respect it. And, and he bounced um, out. He bounced out. And they actually, he didn't back out. They traded him to the Raptors because he didn't even want to go to Toronto. Hence why he didn't stay in Toronto. He went back home. He actually wanted to be traded to L.A. Yeah, yeah, um, I, 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 I agree with that. Um... And he didn't, he didn't, after he went to Toronto, he could have teamed up with number six. He could have teamed up with anyone he wanted to. He went already where they didn't even have all-stars. Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Come on, come on. Go Leonard. It's Kawhi number six. When he signed, he could have went anywhere. You talking about, you talking about he had no all-stars. Six times he's going somewhere, except for when he went to the Lakers. Um, they they just had got they had a new you had a, a nice young core, you know. They were winning games before he came. And he got and they, they but they got a chip though. They got a chip. And they got a chip only because of AD. He begged for AD to come over there. I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do to get the chip. And it's just, it ain't even, I, I, Giannis has the most, probably the most respected rings. And him Who? and Stephen Curry. Who? Stephen Curry, Giannis, Clay. Talking about, uh, you talking about, you talking about the Greek freak? He has the most respected rings. He won in the city that drafted him. Okay. So, man, see, see, that's the thing. Like, people keep. If you want to bring up that case, I mean, Giannis is better than number six. No. No, right the de- oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm nah. thinking about right now. Oh, okay, 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 right now. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, right now. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, right now, yeah. Yeah, right now. And I'll admit last, it. Even last year, when they won the ring, they, they couldn't stop him. No, no team could stop him. And his his ring is, is, in my opinion, is most respected to me. Than any of number six's rings. Okay, now, 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 now you talk. Now, you, now you talking nonsense. His first ring, he won his first ring with Cleveland with no, no, uh, no. It was with Kyrie. My bad. I'm sorry. They drafted Kyrie, and um, man, it, man. See, that's the thing. See, that's the thing. You like he had to have. Man, it's a team sport, of course. That's the thing. But People keep. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, he carried teams to the playoffs on his back when they lost. You know what I'm saying? But when you got help, just like Kawhi Leonard, he had help too when he won his first two rings. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's what I'm saying. You gotta have, it's a team sport. You gotta have people on your team to win to win the ship. You got you gotta have a team. You gotta have players. You gotta have teammates. 
But that's the thing. People impact players and role players oh. like Giannis had had Middleton, but even then Middleton was an impact player, but Giannis carried them forty he was averaging forty. But um, okay, so the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Giannis he, he you know, he high, you know what I'm saying? Greek free high. But oh but overall, more of the story is you think number two is better than GOAT James, basically. That's what you're saying. Yes, sir. Okay. We we just okay. I'm, we we just uh, okay. We just go out. Yeah, yeah. We 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 is. We we definitely is. Like, we definitely especially, is. Especially, especially when Goat Leonard wins. Two more rings <laughs> this dude said he ain't gonna win two more rings. He, he ain't gonna win two more rings. He ain't gonna win two more rings. Especially when, especially when he wins one with them. No, he's not. But next season we're going all in. We got Covington Towns. Oh no! Nah. We got the young stars showing up and improving. We we got we got caliber players now. So no, nah, that ain't happening. Y'all y'all not winning no ring in, in, in the Clippers. You yeah. know what? You, you know what they win the ring? Okay, you are you got this on podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The Clippers ain't. You said we we never. You said you're saying we're never gonna win a y'all, ring. Y'all never gonna win a ring. Trust me. Y'all not okay, gonna win a ring. Loaded. It, it has been noted because Kawhi stay hurt yeah, all the time. Like, come on, man. Like, for real. Let's be. Let's be honest. Kawhi Leonard stay hurt. He 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 he's like an old man over there. Like, I I respect his game. I respect he what he do. Hurt. It, it's inevitable. I mean, it's part of the game. We're gonna get hurt. Not like that. Just, just like AD has gotten hurt. He's he's he, right now. He's street clothes. So. Not, this, but this ain't this ain't about AD. This this ain't about AD. This is about LeBron and and, and uh number two. So, but we saying, but we going with go Leonard. This <laughs> dude here. No control of that injury literally had no control over it. This is because Joe Ingles is a dirty player and will always be a dirty player. Yeah. Um. We 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 we. I think he got injured last season because of that, and he's been healthy the last. He was healthy with the Raptors all season. Played all season. Uh, Gold Leonard was healthy his first two two seasons, and then he got injured. So it's it's which Paul George has been inconsistent the most with being in and out of the lineup for most of this year, and then even so last year as well. Yeah. Um. So. Leonard but we just being more uh, reliable. Just it was just this year, and then and if if you go back before uh, uh, Kawhi was on the Raptors, he was only injured that last injury before the Spurs traded him that one time. Before that, he was healthy all the years what's... in the league. So it was the significant injury on the Spurs and the significant one that he had that he had with us this last season. Which took him out the entirety of this season. So, I mean, injuries are a part of the game. You can't yeah, control it. yeah. I mean, but he just number six, he just millions every year. To I mean, take care of his body. I mean, he, I mean, he is older, so it, you know. But what's what's Kawhi's excuse? You know, what I'm saying what's what, you know he younger than uh, the goat James, and he still he stay injured. But you but you know at the end of the day, man, like I I get it. You know, you got your man, and you know number two. And you think he better than Goat James? I we, we I disagree, but we just gonna have to agree to disagree all day. So, but uh, <laughs> but at, but at the end of the day, but but but, but, but yeah, this is that's 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 the that's the yeah that's the that's the benefit of of a debate. You know what I'm saying? Like you stand on who who you stand on, and and that's just how it be. But um, 
I just, you know, I, I we're going to go ahead and try to wrap it up. Um, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. We having this talk, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, get to, getting to know more about you, you know what I'm saying? As a, as a person, you know what I'm saying? As your ministry. Um, if you, you know what I'm saying? Shout, shout out your little, shout out your social media platforms where people can follow you and stuff like that, where people can stay connected with you when it comes to your, uh, uh, Sabbath, uh, Sabbath table talk and stuff like that. All right. Um, only social media I use is Twitter. Okay, um, just Twitter. Moment, um, it's she likes my GC. She, L I K E S my G T. Um, that's my social media Twitter handle, and um, I'll, I'll be hosting these spaces. I'll try to host them consistently. Um, every Friday evening. We try to start it at 5. Sometimes we, we push it back. If we don't start it at 5, we might start it at 5.30 or 6 to get, you know, more amount of people who are available at that time. We try to push it back. But we the normal time is 5, but we may push it as far as back as 6 on Friday evenings for the Sabbath Roundtable Space Talk on Twitter. Um, and I, I hosted... Um, then following day, the following Sabbath, uh, in the morning at 6 a.m. Okay. Pacific Standard Time. And if I don't do it at 6, I'll push it back a little later. So I can, mm. again, so I can get more people to join when they are available at that time. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the information. And yeah, make sure y'all go follow my, my brother Jordan. Um, again, we, we appreciate you coming on the podcast. And hopefully we st- we gonna we definitely gonna stay connected and stuff like that. And once again, this your this your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, and y'all tune in to this week's episode of the Data Set Podcast. We hope you know, my hope to hope y'all was encouraged by this this week's episode. We hope to talk to y'all soon. Your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, continue to doubt yourself, live in that crisis, glorified down, and make Jesus known in Jesus' name. Amen. Peace.